Are you ready? I am. He's ready. Ooh, that's loud. Is that loud, kids? Right there. John Peckman Podcast. Connecticut Valley School of Music and Dance. Beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge. Go through one satellite. Start looking left. You had a park in the street. Figured that out. I did. All right. We're here today. Nano Shuko, guitar player. I've been hearing your name for years. I feel like I've met you. We've we've we have met we yeah. have met a few times. Yeah, we've met a few times. We'll yeah, get, we're gonna make it official now. Yeah, right? yeah, we'll make it official. I'll, I'll uh, yeah, as we go through the timeline, I'll remind you <laughs> as to yeah. when we met. Yeah, 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 um, exactly, absolutely. exactly. So, but I'm uh, very excited to do it. Thank yeah, you for yeah. having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I've heard your name uh, many times around, and I'm hoping that today it will put the pieces together. I'll be like, okay, now it makes sense. Because uh, who was just talking about you? Um, well, Evan was. It was somebody else. Like, your name keeps coming up, so. I think Jeff Presh, because I've wa- yep. watched that yep. one as well. Yep. yep. Um, and I know Jeff Brown, drummer. You know, yeah. We, we were roommates, so we were really close. So. Right. So, so that um, makes sense. And ever since I've been watching your podcast, I, I've been excited oh, cool. about doing it because of, uh, you know, exactly what you just said, the pieces. And yeah. I'll, and I'll watch your, uh, your podcast and to see a musician. I'm like, I, I, I met that guy once, and then. Oh wait a minute! I yeah, yeah. played with this person or that, yeah. person, you know. So, th- so it's it's a lot of fun. So, so we're trying to do, you know, get it all yeah. together. Cool. So, um, how do you like to start? Well, <laughs> I don't know. You know, you want to tell us uh, what you're doing now of of sure. any note or renown that we, you know, so people get an idea of. Uh, yeah. So and then we'll go back to the yeah. back to the beginning. So right now, I am playing guitar in a Bon Jovi tribute band. Hey. hey. Do you have a talk box? Called, I do have a talk box, yeah. <clears throat> the band's called Raise Your Hands, oh, okay. and I uh, get to do all the, you know, fun Richie Sambora cool. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, the talk box. Is it a wig gig? It's a wig gig. Hey. It's a wig gig for hey. me, anyway. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't I don't go out like this. Um, um, yeah, it is It is a wig gig, and yeah. uh, not for everybody in the band, but... Which means it pays. Uh, <laughs> wig gig, well, whatever. Well, you know. Back in the day. You're right. The band... <laughs> um, the band, we're definitely trying to go after, you know, the look, the yeah. show, constantly trying to perfect the music. So we're having a great time. Um, cool. Were you a Bon Jovi fan before? You know, a little. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not, not hugely, but I've always liked them. But you, um, but you, enough that you said yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I sometimes, and we'll get into this a little yeah, too, yeah. I think I relate more to Richie's guitar playing. Sure. Um, so, which brings me to the other this is my second tribute. The other one, okay. another wig tribute, Southern Comfort Band, which did Southern Rock, okay. like all the classic Southern Rock. Leonard Skinner, uh, and we still play not as often. It's it's one of those things where we're all such good friends. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really disband, and we still get a call like every. So it seems like once or twice a year, someone's giving us a ring to put it back together. Hey. And do it. So, um, and um, I tell people when you really get into the the details, Richie Sambora's playing isn't really that much different than a lot of those southern rock guys is that right well in a way that it's like it's blues rocker you know you need need some chops and it's blues based so it's not like it was this huge yeah you know completely different style that i that i maybe don't have my head wrapped around so it's like this is similar so i when when i was asked to do the um you know the the bon jovi tribute i you know thinking about richie's playing i'm like i I think i can wrap my head around that yeah i can do that that job you know, do it justice. Well, I guess At least we'll I find out it. what kind of player you are. I would imagine primarily a rock blues. I am. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> I am. So, yeah, so, it's not like so I, I'm doing those two with with the Bon Jovi band being being the uh, the busier one. Who's um, T, Who's Tico Torres in that? His band? name is Rob Del Pomo. Okay. Uh, 
Sorry, Rob Westhaven, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I think he's from that. He's from down down that area. Great, great drummer, great drummer. Hey, that's cool. Um, so um, I'm doing that. I play acoustic duo with a guy named Jeff Karen. Okay. And we were in a trio together um, back in the in the uh, mid '90s. I'll, I'll get to that afterwards. But you know, he's we sort of took a, he took a hiatus, and you know, kids going through college, all that stuff. And sure. so now he's back out. So I'm doing that. Um, I I still record. So I had this this home studio, which I, I, I'm watching the sure. watching Jeff Presh and Evan mentioned. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, it, It's yeah. just this home, you know, studio. I, to me, like I think about it sometimes, and I say. That was never that special, but I opened it in like 2000 ish and okay. I've had a lot of things come in and out, but it was Where? only about five or six years, right in Cromwell, okay. in the basement of my house. But it was only five or six years. And then I kind of said, you know, I'm, yeah. I, this is, my kids are starting to. What? To pro grow. Tools? Uh, I was, I was always a poor man's Pro Tools. I was always yeah, like yeah. a Cubase user. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. so, and, and uh, I only did that for, for a few years and then said, I don't really want strangers coming in and I'm out of my house anymore. My kids sure. are small. And sure. so, but I kept it going and, um, I still do some projects. Cool. I've been fortunate enough to uh, to do some guitar, not play, but <clears throat> engineer some guitar tracks for Autograph and um, House of Lords with Jimmy. Oh, uh, okay. So that's been it's been great. Um, hey, that's cool. It is, and uh, you know, I knew him way back, very little, but only as an acquaintance. And then okay. as we reconnected later, you know, part of me always said like, this guy has recorded everywhere. Yeah. Why? But it's a comfort zone. Yeah, you know, right. And I'm sure you've done plenty of recordings. So, sure. you know, it's, it's sure. when you're comfortable. Yeah. You know, the, as long as your equipment's decent yeah. enough. And it's <clears> basically <throat> one, his town or one town over or whatever. Right, right. Um, so there's the, those things. And then another guy, again, that goes back to the, the hard rock days of the late 80s uh, when I was in an original band for a very short period of time. This uh, bass player named uh, Cece. He goes by Cece, Cece Garrow. And I do some original stuff with him, uh, cool. w- which that I get to play as well. Yeah. Um, so that's it. And then a lot of my attention is on um, my two kids who are very musical. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not just as a father, but just as mu- yeah. musical. So I have an 18 year old daughter that um, uh, just started in September her first year at Salve Regina. Oh, wow. <laughs> she went there. It's a great story. She went there. Where uh, is that? Uh, Newport. Okay. Rhode Island. So she went with the intention of studying pharmacy. And, uh, cause she was good at it, you know, she was good, sure. but, but, but very musical person all through high school and two second day of classes, she oh, calls wow. my wife and I, and, uh, very determined, you know, with this tone, like, Oh, so this is happening. Oh boy. Um, I'm out of pharmacy and I'm going into music education in <laughs> two like, days, two days. Wow. So we're like, but whatever happened, did you ever find out the actual, well, no, we just, we knew it's something she had been thinking about. She just kind of kept to herself, wow. you know, because she finished off her senior year. She's doing all the choirs and the musical and she was, uh, all state, uh, uh, for, you know, for voice. And, yeah. uh, she was the lead in her last year of, of high school. So was so. it that she, well, you know, you have to ask her. Sure. Was it, she hated pharmacy within two days or she loved music in two? How did that boom in two days? I, just I, go? I don't nope. know. And yes, I don't know for sure. I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say I don't know for sure. I don't know the yeah, details, yeah. but just in talking to her, um, I think she'd been thinking about it Yeah, yeah. and saying, I think I need to keep music in yeah, my yeah. life. Yeah, and, um, I think she probably said even before she got there, I'm going to get to those pharmacy classes and see if this yeah, yeah. works. And if it doesn't yeah, work, I'll give it, I'll give it a solid three hours three or hours. whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> exactly. So that's her story right now. My son, um, is a drummer. Oh, that's cool. and, uh, yeah. Um, 
if you can't brag about your kids, who sure. can you brag about? So wow. he's a great drummer. So, you know, he, that's cool. <laughs> I think, How I old is so. he? <laughs> he's 21. Wow. So he's in his last year of, uh, of, of school up at uh, UMass Amherst. Oh, nice. Um, and um, he's got a band called the Backspees, and they're doing well. You know, oh, it's like nice. they're kind of right where they should be for college yeah. kids. They're starting to do those little theaters and getting known, and they put out one EP, and then they hey. put out another EP. And, you know, so so my attention is, is so right now, when you ask what I'm doing now, it's those bands, and I, I'm... Yeah. I, Really love going down the weekends. Oh, we're going to go see him play. Yeah. As long as he's playing in a place that's friendly enough for us to be there, not sure. just a bunch of college kids. Yeah. Um, or my daughter, you know, we've we've already been down to Salve to, to watch her sing and, and so forth. That's cool. Um, and my wife, um, she has a you know background in, in piano when she was a kid. Um, huh. Complete opposite <clears throat> of me. Um, uh, she's a reader. Completely, you, you pull the music out, and she doesn't know how to play. You know? Oh wow! So, <laughs> and I'm I'm the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's singing. In That's two. like the old thing. How do you get? What is? What's the joke? How do you get a guitar player to stop playing? And put music in. Put music in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That that sums me up pretty, I, I, pretty well. Hey, whatever. <laughs> that sums me up pretty. Well. So, um, she is uh, in two adult choirs. Oh, okay. So there's just music all over the house. Sure. She's, you know, she does one in West Hartford called Rock Voices and one in, um, uh, I think they rehearse here in Portland, Portland Middletown called the middle, it's out of, from the hospital, Middlesex Hospital Vocal Chords. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Called. So, so that's, that's exciting. That's now. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. what I'm doing and very happy doing it. And <clears throat> you know, yeah. So nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Music everywhere. It is. The house is pretty, you know, I have the, the, re- the recording room and the music room. Yeah. And, but then there's always, you know, there's a guitar on the couch upstairs and there's a piano of, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, here yeah, and there's, yeah, a, it yeah. just seems like there's always something going on. It's know? okay. That's so. the way it should be. Mm-hmm. I, I think, right. I mean, you're going to do I it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's killer. Killer. Um, so yeah, that's today. Yeah. That's cool. Um, so did a lot of playing back in the day. You want to start at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Why why not? Let's go all the way to the end. Uh, so I grew up in Windsor, Connecticut. Yep. And, uh, not not ashamed to say born in 70s. I'm 52. So, um, you know, so those years, uh, from, you know, 70 to eighties, you know, that's what, that's the toddler, you know, growing up years. Me too. So we're in Windsor, uh, I was in Windsor and my parents, uh, were Italian immigrants. They came over in 1959. Wow. And um, growing up, um, my father uh, played the accordion, mm. self-taught uh, as well. I like so, accordion. Uh, he, but some, he played all don't. the Italian favorites, and um, so he loved playing music. Uh, and uh, Italian families, this is pretty common with a lot of Italian families, but they also love to um, entertain. Yep. And hospitality is a big thing. Sure. So when we had either family parties or holidays, you know, there's a bunch of people and it's just loud. I remember my <laughs> friends kind of going, I can't believe how loud your house is. Yeah, you know yeah. how they, but that it's, it's Amen. just loud. And my father's playing and there's all these Italian people singing about it. Sure. And so, um, uh, I'm sure that contributed, you know, to, to, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. my upbringing. Um, you got to play something louder than accordion <laughs> right. to be heard. So between, you know, while I was a kid growing up, so I've got that going on, you know, we have, a. Uh, uh, an organ in the basement, a Thomas organ, not a, not a yeah, yeah. or anything. One of those seventies, yeah. sure. everything lights up, you know, in the, in the seventies basement with a, <laughs> with a console, yeah. Yeah, big yeah. console thing, record player. Love it. Probably. I think the, I think the rug was orange shag. It probably was, it was, you know, with panel. It, it, it was, was. Right. Yeah, yeah of course. Was. Paneling and all that <laughs> stuff. 
Um, my mother didn't play an instrument, but she liked, she liked music. And I thought about this recently. My father gravitated towards very happy music all the time. Um, my mother liked that just as much, but she also liked a lot of dramatic stuff, yeah. you know, post-war music and sort of opera-ish kind sure. of way. So, um, uh, so I think I was getting a little bit of, of, of both. Uh, at the same time, I got <clears throat> I have sisters. One's seven years older, and the other one's ten years older. Yeah. Which, yeah. if anybody has that, it's sort of like having more than one mother. Yeah, I have, my sister's nine years older. <laughs> so, you know, exactly. So, uh, in in the basement, we've got all these forty fives, and it's the Jackson Five and Captain and Tennille and whatever Bobby Sherman. Sure. I, and I don't remember all of them, but these <laughs> yeah, are these yeah. things. Um, and um, this just popped up when I was, I was talking to my sisters about doing this podcast. And they said, do you know where those 45s came from? I said, no. And they're like, well, you know, mom and dad were, they had their Italian stuff. They had some 78s sure. and tracks. And, but they were, it wasn't, it wasn't normal for them to, to go out and buy us American records. And sure. we're these two little girls like, Hey, so um, my parents were very accomplished, uh, Taylor dressmakers. That's what they did for business. And Brad Davis was one of their customers oh, there from WDRC. So, so some things so fell father, off the truck. No, I, I think it was legit. My father asked him and said, Hey, you know, my, my daughter's here and, you know, but yeah, my father yeah, probably yeah. with a thick accent and they're getting Brad's probably like, Oh yeah, sure. I'll help you out. And he gave him this big box of who knows what they were seconds or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. dupes. Yep. So uh, I didn't know that till, till, till this week that that's how those 45s got there. So, so now I'm a kid and this music starting to yeah. you know, come in and, um, the two LPs that, you know, I was probably just old enough to put them on there. Yeah. It was Steve Miller, Fly Like an Eagle, yeah. over and over again. Sure. And Jesus Christ Superstar. Amen. Huge. I know every word. Would you like to sing the you entire? You want to start, I will. start doing, you know. Yeah, yep. We can do that. Sure. Yep. We'll, we'll make, we'll cut out some time later in yep. this to yeah. break in the song. That's fine. Yep. So that was, that was a huge. No, wait. We need a more permanent solution, solution. to our problem. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. can keep going. Yeah. So, uh, love, love, dollar. So that that that's the those years, and then um, I want to say it's third grade. Is that I think it was third where you get the instrument, you know, mm -hmm. go pick an instrument. And I picked a trumpet for who knows why, and um, started playing the trumpet in grade school, and I, and I liked it. You know, I I didn't sure. love it, but I was like pretty good at. It. I'm like this is this is kind of fun. Um, you know, and prior to that, it was just noodling on the organ. Yeah. My sister says, yeah, we used to kind of pick you up and you actually could, yeah, yeah. you know, twinkle, twinkle and Farrah Jacques and do all, that, do all that stuff with one finger. Sure. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So then it was the trumpet. And then, you know, I do that. And so you do that for like third grade, fourth, whatever it is. And now you're kind of getting to middle school, yep. creeping up on middle school. My cousin had a guitar collecting dust. I remember seeing it every time we went over there and he, he gave it to me and it was like a, like a department store brand thing. Yeah, sure. Probably bought somewhere. My parents uh, get it fixed up and said, sure, we'll, we'll sign you up for some lessons. And I'm like, hey. good. I, I, I think I want to be able to play an instrument that, you know, um, that can play the songs that I'm listening to. Yeah, and that's yeah. The one, you, you remember that, that thing when you were a kid? It's like, well, if you're playing the trumpet and you like Steve Miller, yeah, that doesn't work. You know, yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to be right. So, um, so I'm like, okay. And, and I remember the, the first, um, uh, you know, the first maybe half a year of lessons or even more. It, it, it was a chore. I, di I didn't love Where did you go? Lessons. 
Uh, yeah, I'm going to get into that. Oh, okay. So Windsor Here. Music, okay. which was this little store in, in, in Windsor yeah. towards the center. And uh, man, the history, if those walls could talk um, because um, and, and Windsor, Windsor had a big music thing happening now before my time, but it seemed to linger and it all kind of hubbed around that. Yeah. You know, um, similar to when you guys would talk about creative yeah. drums, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Windsor Music, because uh, Al Anderson was from from Windsor. Sure. So the Wild Weeds, yep. the Lee Packs yep. were all from Windsor, yep. which goes to, you know, the Al yeah. Senior was uh, the yeah. University of Hartford. Yep. You know. So, um, like, I went to school with some of his grandkids. Wow, yeah, yeah. Um, so, between that and then, of course, Al getting into NRBQ, yep. and, and then um, Street Temperature, I believe Cody was from Windsor. Okay. I, know, I know one or two of those guys. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so Windsor was like this, this yeah, yeah. thing. And, yeah. and you go to Windsor Music, and it wouldn't be odd for me to walk in a lesson, and Al's there just talking to the owner, and, yeah. you know, and yeah. or some, like, probably 12. I, it hey. didn't have an impact on me at all. Like, I didn't... I didn't it's, it's like, oh, that, that yeah, guy right. in that band that yeah, my sisters yeah. talk about. I have no idea, like, really what's yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, kind of wish I did at the time, you know. Wow. But, um, so Windsor, Windsor was a, was a, was a, uh, was fun. So, um, I get to middle school or seventh, you know, seventh grade. And the band director, uh, another drummer, percussionist, Frank Hooper. And I, I know he was a student of Ali Pax and I think he was even a colleague. I think he taught some, some classes there, but um, don't think I realized it at the time, but I think he was sort of a, a heavyweight around here. Like he, he was well known and you know, he played the ice capades every year. And I think in that circle, he was sure. one of the, you know, one of the guys and he was so uh, animated and energetic that yeah. I remember my first band class, seventh grade. Like I remember it very clearly. Hey. I was excited to get Hey, your there. daughter remembers her first chem, uh, pharmacy uh, Pharmacy, class. yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> so, right. right. Yeah, probably not a great memory. But, uh, <laughs> well, maybe it was. Maybe after that when she called us and said, I'm out of here. So I get to this class and, um, you know, I'm starting to discover rock. I'm leaning towards rock yeah. because my sisters are, now they're coming home with Doors albums and Van Halen and, you know, I'm listening yep. to the guitar and I'm like... Yep. And I think I was infatuated with rock because of the, the like the whole vibe, you yeah, know. Yeah, and yeah. it was like the cool thing, and yeah. you know, look at that, the fashion and the long hair, and yeah. everything's just kind of got this like slinky. And I'm like, oh, I like this. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, you know, if you're gonna be cool, you gotta listen to rock, right? You know, because uh, you know how separated things were. Yeah. Back those yeah. years, you know, you were a rock yep. guy, you were a disco yep. guy, you were this guy, you were that. Guy. So I was really liking the rock, and I get into this this band class with my trumpet, and Hooper was just loud, boisterous, but like teddy bear, like friendly. Everyone just yeah. loved, loved the guy. Yeah, that's cool. And he was trying to impress the seventh graders with something. I don't remember what he did, but he calls in this drummer, who I remember through school. He's a year older, David Brutz, who is now a band director over at East Catholic. He's been oh, there hey. since the mid-2000s. But that's cool. he calls Dave, but Dave Brutz, get on the drum kit. And Dave plays this like 2-4 beat with like 16th and, and well. And... It's the first time I'm hearing like somebody my age do this, like, you know, yeah, 16, yeah. Like, doo, 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 and I'm like playing something that sounds kind of rockish to me. Yeah. And I really just remember being very mesmerized by that. I'm like, oh, okay. This is the thing. This can happen. And, yeah. you know, so, and then, you know, other friends are playing guitar, and then you start to meet that, oh, meet this eighth grader who can 
play start to play yeah, yeah, eruption yeah. or this uh, or stairway to heaven and you're like oh this is cool this is cool so all that's going on and i'm and i'm, and I'm, I'm loving it then summer seventh grade my one of my sisters again we keep popping up right she she's at a record express <clears throat> she enters me into a contest Uh-oh. and the winner gets to sit down with the Southern rock band Blackfoot and meet Ricky Medlock. And you get this like mid-level Ibanez guitar. Yeah. Okay. Now, honestly, no idea who Blackfoot was in seventh grade. Yeah. I, and then, you know, later I went to yeah, yeah. like highway song, train, train. Like, oh yeah, I know those yeah, two songs. Yeah, I'm yeah. listening to the radio, but I really didn't know who they were. Yeah. So I ended up winning this, this contest. Huh. I'm, so this is the summer because my family's on vacation in Lake George, New York. As yeah. I win. Yeah. My sister was a little older, so you know she didn't come with us. She was too cool for that. Yeah. But she calls and she's like, "You guys got to come back early." He's, you know, he's gonna sit down with this thing, and I'm like, "Okay." So this is a big deal, like, you know, at that age, yeah, thirteen years old, yeah. And uh, sort of embarrassingly and funny at the same time, I remember driving back, listening to CCC the whole time, and they're just like, <laughs> you know, Nano Shiko's coming back from Lake George to sit down with Ricky Miller. Hey. I'm like thirteen years old. I don't even know how to play uh. barely, you know. Um, but I get home, call one of my friends who, who has older brothers and I'm like, help me now. Cause this thing's yeah. tomorrow. And he's like, get your hands on Blackfoot strikes that, you know, the album that had like most of the hits. I'm like, okay. And I either borrowed it. They had it or I ran out and got it. I don't remember, but yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. just ingesting that thing all night and the next day. And you know, here's the, you're sitting down with this band and this guy's from where did from, this take place uh at so that that was at the record express in west hartford okay. center so a bunch of people are there all these blackfoot fans and he's he's wow. there and all this stuff and and I, he knew what he was dealing with the kids so yeah, he, yeah, yeah. he he handled he handled it great like really gracefully and you know he's and what was it were you supposed to interview them or just he was like it was supposed to be like you know ricky's going to teach you some Oh, okay. you know, so he's teaching me how to play highway song and my hands yeah. are shaking because yeah, I'm so yeah. nervous. And, yeah, yeah. and I, this, it was just like, I and was they're on the radio going, no, no, she goes, yeah, and, he, and then he's play. like, you know, he's messing with me. He's messing with me like a little kid. He's like playing and making all the rock yeah, faces yeah, yeah, and people yeah. are kind of chuckling, but I'm but watching this guy just shred this guitar in front of me. And then I think after that, I, I'd already been somewhat familiar with Skinner, but then it was like Blackfoot outlaws Tucker. Oh, okay. Dove into oh, Southern nice. rock, so that's kind of what brings me, you know, to the Southern comfort thing. Later, so that's your I've thing. Always loved it. Well, I, oh, that's cool. I, I, the thing was like rock. I mean, even when yeah, I got yeah, yeah. high school, near the other bands was a little bit more hair metalish. But you know, I was the guy that would do that. But then I'd yeah. still spend an hour picking apart some Skinner tune. I just love that Southern yeah, yeah. rock feel. And yeah. um, so, so that happens. Uh, <laughs> and then I get to uh, high school, and there's just you know. Um, I'm sure you went through this, just the high school bands, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy, and you play the dance and you play the party and you play yeah, this. All and, that stuff. Um, and then the other friends that are playing guitar, we would get together. And um, I was fortunate to have these friends that had older brothers and sisters. So they would bring over uh, like old A tracks. Yeah. And I remember one of them was like Santana Moonflower, which eventually became one of my like most inspirational albums. Okay. But, you know, it was like, it wasn't just... Yeah the stuff at that time. Cause now we're into the eighties right, and right. I liked what was going on. Like you asked about Bon Jovi. I liked yeah. it. I'd, I'd watch yeah. MTV and be like, yeah, that's cool. That's great. Yeah, yeah. But then my friends and I were getting into the basement. We're digging deep into all the Zeppelin cuts and we're digging deep into all the, the Santana yeah. and Almond brothers and all these, these players. And sure. so I, I was getting a little bit of that stuff that was probably a little 
before my time yeah, a little so. by a few years, but yep. know, my sisters were like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course you got to like, you know, and the Frampton comes alive is a huge album for me as well. Talk box. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just the whole life that there's just the sound of that album. There's just yeah. something about it's a great like record. before a note gets played. You just kind of hear, you feel like you're in the room. You just hear this like, just like a liveness about, yeah. about it. So I agree. Um, so what else can I say about that stuff? Um, and, uh, I, think at that time my my musical taste was just expanding like crazy yeah i really didn't mind almost anything all still within rock yeah but um funny today it sounds when i say it today it sounds narrow because it's rock but back then if you remember yeah very genre specific yeah well i kind of liked it all yeah, yeah. I, I liked i even like some english pop stuff and sure. but i was i loved all the dark deep purple and the yeah. sabbath and dio and maiden i loved loved all that but i also liked you know perfectly fine with with some sure. of the pop you know pop stuff um so that carries me through most of high school and then right out of high school uh i'm like okay i'm i'm well actually no let me back up a little bit i <laughs> i i was still was off and on with guitar lessons and this friend of mine from high school was taking lessons from uh doug blair from run, run 21 yeah so i'm like all right so yeah, that's cool. So then at the time, once in a while, these, these bands, these would play, um, a Sunday. There was a place up in Enfield called the, the I nineties or one nineties and they would do Sunday shows okay. and Sundays all ages could go. So, hey. so here I am and I go see Doug Blair mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, now it's the first time up, up close, a local rock star, a local guy, like yeah. what's, what's with all the lights and the yeah. guy's got his shirt off and he's, and, and then I don't know if you ever saw run 21. I, it was not quite Doug Doug was into building guitars and all that and he would he would go to like a toy store and he would buy like toy guns like ray guns oh yeah and he would wire them in uh, so like just uh, for an effect at the end of this amazing solo all of a sudden you hit a button you hear like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so you know and 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 the show that show was just uh amazing that's so that's what I hear so I'm like all right so I'm I I sign up for lessons with him and I do that for about six months and now I'm starting to hear about these local guys you know and like, what, you know, do you know the guy who plays guitar for Vice? I'm like, no. I'm like, I gotta see this guy. You do you know yeah, what Jay yeah. Johnson was? You know, but no, I didn't know that Cryer and this one, that and that. And of course, Jimmy Bell's name comes up, and I'm like, I've never seen him. And they're like, okay. So all yeah. these people are like trying to trying to like, here here's what's yeah. going on. So I took I um, I took some lessons with Doug, and then I also took some lessons with Jimmy Bell. Okay. And I have to say that I I'm I was a horrible student. So that's it. That's oh. It. oh, great. That's cool. They both did a great job. <laughs> they both knew what they were doing. Yeah. I was uh, too all over the place. Yeah. Just yeah. Too attention. Yeah. To, to really, to, um, I think I learned from them, but not what, but I didn't really process it till later. Yeah. I think just well, being in the room and. Well, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I was a bad student. If they're listening. <laughs> wow. Um, and, um, oh, I do have to back up because my, my guitar lessons at Windsor Music. Frank Sentimento was his name, guitar teacher. This is a funny story. I'm taking lessons from him, and so another Frank, Frank Cook, guitar player from the Savage Brothers. Yeah. Frank Cook's taking lessons. Okay. And Frank's from Windsor Locks, and I'm from Windsor. And we knew a couple other players, too. So we talked about this later in life, how funny this was. This teacher would, uh, old school jazzer, would like sort of pit us to, against each other sure. to be competitive. Why not? And it was hysterical because yeah, my drum teacher did that. Oh, did yeah. He, yeah. And you think he's getting on your case, 
because what he's not telling you is that he's praising you to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So he's going like, ah, oh, you know, yeah. you're 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 way behind in these oh, courts. Yeah, I admit- got this kid from Windsor Locks. Yeah, he's yeah. ripping these things apart. You don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, you know. So, yeah, totally. you, I'm sorry. You, you I manipulate children all the oh, time. Oh, you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell the story of how it was done to you. No, no, you. Well, do. that too, and that's <laughs> where I learned it from. Yeah. I manipulate, like I just, I manipulate children. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. Um, so Frank was good, and then um, me and Frank Cook, kind of a lot of Franks here, we would talk about Frank Sentimento, and one of the things he would do when he was just, you know, shooting the breeze with you, he would have a new Guitar Hero every week. Mm. and but the following week he'd lump that guy in so it was kind of fun, like you know like you'd forget so you're talking to him he'd be like let me tell you something it's always that that, that like let me tell yeah, you yeah, something yeah, you know? yeah. uh george benson's good and uh you know larry uh carlton's great and uh, you know i know you like jimmy page he's great too but you know uh al Miola, yeah yeah close the doors off all of them yeah, and yeah. next week al Miola's lumped in yeah yeah, yeah. Miola's good this one's good but let me tell you something george benson blow all away <laughs> you're like okay wow <laughs> and uh so frank cook and i got a kick out of telling stories about that. But um, to move forward again, back to where I was, Frank and I eventually met and we became really good friends. Still to this day. Both in each other's like wedding parties, which my wedding you played at when you did a bar. Um, So um, yeah, Frank and I became, became really good friends. And that was very uh, inspirational too, because I'm young and I want to get into a club band and I'm going to see the Savage Brothers here yeah. and there and any kind of underage thing I can, you know, if they played like the yeah. uh, Mount Carmel <coughs> Italian Fest in Enfield, I'm going to see and I'm like, yep. wow, this is, there's a guy my age and he's just gigging like crazy. Yeah. And this is awesome. So, um, so I, I, I finally start playing out and uh, you know, doing, doing pretty, pretty well in some, in some bands and um, uh, mostly cover stuff, and we're doing like Poison and Van Halen and, sure. and stuff, and, we're, and we were doing good. And we start hitting all these same clubs that all these rock bands are playing. Um, typically, you know, we would open for a bigger band because sure. we, we were still new kids, you know, uh, you know, on the scene. So if it was a run, I don't know if we actually opened for Run Twenty One ever. I don't think so, but any bands like that, like Vice or this, we would be the opener. And then after a few years, we, we started making a name and the newer bands and we'd get some headlining. Although I don't know if you, how much of the rock scene you did, but you know. Yeah, not not so much, but. The Infinity and Springfield and Bridges Cafe. And, yep, I remember know, Blah, Bridges. blah, blah, blah. Yep. Yes, all, all those rock clubs. Um, and that was going good. And then um, uh, I tried my hand at working with an original band which is what this guy, you know, CC Garrett, right. Why not? Cause well, you're thinking in 20 or my early twenties, I guess that's the next step. Yeah. If I'm going to keep this thing yeah. going, I got to do this. Right. Um, and it was pretty good. We never really, we didn't get that far, but it was very early, early nineties. And I think when you look back, you say, Oh, that, that alternative scene was already there. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. well, you just didn't know it. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah. we're still in the yeah. clubs thinking, yeah. no, this is still alive. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. No, it's, it's not. Yeah, this, this, this rock stuff is going out. So, so I kind of knew that about myself. I said, you know, that's not really my thing. Um, and what the alternative thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do that with conviction, you know, yeah, play yeah. really well. It wasn't. It, so I knew yeah. I'd be sort of faking it. Yeah. Uh, which um, brings me to another another story. Um, so I think I, w- I hadn't been playing out that much, and Frank Cook 
somehow was involved of whether he told me or he just said, I knew that he to the bar was looking for a guitar player. Oh, and I'm like, Oh man, here's an opportunity for me to play. You know, hey. Probably just play, play, play. Um, I don't believe you were in the band at the time. So I want to say it, it's right. Well, the guy who got the gig was Tommy. Whatever. Okay. So 90, 91. Or were you? Yeah. Yeah. When I was you? in the band. Yeah. I was, I was there before him. So yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I joined 89. Oh, okay. So 90. you were there. So I didn't, I didn't know for some reason I thought you weren't there, but, um, um, what do I know? So I talked to uh, Cindy, who's at the, yep. band, the band leader at the time, and she don't ever call her Cindy. That's why you didn't get the gig. Oh, C- I Cynthia, know. Cynthia. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Now you know. I don't it's remember. I was like twenty-one years I know, old. I know. Okay. And and um, she sends out you know the cassettes because yeah. that's what you did back then. And sure, I think there was like a, an original, and it had like a swing feel to it. Yep. And um, the Sea of Love. I remember the Sea of Love was on there, and some other sure. things. Yeah. And she d- does exactly what, you know, I'm going to send them to you. Then I'm going to call you in a week. And, you know, yep. so call How are you doing? You're, you're, you know, you're ready. And I said, um, and I, and I feel like I came recommended, like Frank had probably put in the words. So, yeah, yeah. so already all, and I just thought about it and I said, and it just kicked off a great conversation between her and I, I said, oh boy. I could come down there because let me tell you, I'm confident enough. I don't think I'm a great guitar player. I said, yeah. but I'm, but I'm, confident and proficient enough that I could convince you that I can play swing for about, you know, three to five minutes or however long a song lasts. I go, but the reality is Cynthia, I'm not a join the club. I'm not a, I'm not a, but, but I really wasn't, you know, like, and I, and I said, this is going to be a waste of your time when, when you start throwing me curveballs. Uh, because you'd be surprised. No, I was really a rocker then. I really, I mean, okay. maybe, maybe even now I could maybe try but even now like you throw like a jazz chart or a swing chart in front of me, I have to work on it. I'll be honest with you. I, I got to work on it. Like it's, it's like something that just doesn't come off, spit off. So nobody so. was a jazz player when I was in that band. Well, nobody, <laughs> no, no. Guitar well, I know, you know, was. I know, you know, you know the history, but more. So she says, that's I'm, only a piece of it. She says, I'm so glad that you're being honest with me. And she goes, you know, we've had so many people that are talking the talk. And this is before yeah, you know, yeah. the internet. You can go check people out. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're talking the game on the phone from the advocate ad or whatever you do. And she's like just wasting our time over and over again. And I said, I understand that. And she, we get into this good conversation about players. And she says, do you know Tommy Whalen? I said, actually, no. Mm. But I just saw him for the first time less than a week or two ago yeah. at a blues jam. Yeah. Jake's in Windsor Locks. Yeah. Um, I know Ray Morant was there playing. So I remember oh, okay. chatting it up with Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I just gotten to know, you know Ray a little bit. Yeah. And uh, I said, I'm willing to put money that he's your next guitar player. She goes, really? I said, well, I mean, everything that I'm telling you that I'm not, he is. Oh. You know, I said, he's just got, I think he's got that. Like, I, I know, you know, if we go one for one for a song and you say, we're going to play this, you know, blue yeah. shuffle. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, all right, hold on. Let me go work on it. I'll come back. Yeah. And for, for that, I can, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. he's, I, I could tell he was the guy that, it was natural for him and he was just playing and he was singing like Eric yep. Clapton. I'm like, this guy's, this, oh, guy's, yeah. this guy's great. And he ended up in the band yeah, for oh, yeah. quite a long time. A long time. Um, but that was just a good moment for me. And it kind of opened my eyes and taught me like, you know, make sure you're biting off what you can chew if you go to audition for a band. And, uh, you know, even later in life when I was sort of running bands, the same thing. If a player came to audition yeah, for yeah. us and younger, I'm like, listen, you're not, I, I, I you know, you still think great. that you still think you wouldn't have cut that gig? Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. You say so. <laughs> well, I mean, um, nobody. Whatever. It nobody just wasn't right. Nobody for me. can. Well, that's fine. But nobody can play all those styles when they join the band. No, but what you 
you what, know what it seemed like the band did a lot of yeah. was very outside of my okay thing well you would you know, know i'm kind of a rock player you uh, know you know like you know when you see like a funk band and like the guitar player shreds yeah i, I could do that oh, okay yeah you know yeah. but i'm not um you yeah. know well if you know then you know it's it's i'm like, just saying you'd be the jazz thing Nobody knows how to play that when they join that band. Yeah, nobody does. Well, I, I, all right, you know, well, I've, you know, but whatever. You've had a, quite a quite a run with them. Um, I didn't know how to play that stuff. That was the one thing I didn't know <laughs> well, how to do. You did play very well because I I saw you play with Eight to the Bar um, at Harbor Park, oh, wow. and I remember going there with um, and it was uh like one of those days where they'd be like four bands. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, what was that band? Bates Motel. We were like, you there guys, when Bates a Motel? yacht smashed into the stage while we were playing? Were you there no. for that one? And we almost no. all fell in the, yeah, that no, was cool. No, no, this, this was a successful, nobody, uh, nobody hit the water or oh, anything. Wow. <laughs> so I just remember going there and I went there because I was always tight with all the Savage brothers and it was like, Hey, you know, and Michael Savage, do you, do you know Michael? Oh yeah. All right, so Michael, I gotta get him. Yeah. I gotta Mike, get him. Michael's a high energy dude. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, Hey, you know, with that wide eyed, he's like, you know, three inches from me. Like you're going to stick around and see John Peckman. Right. I'm like, are who? you kidding? No, I'm kidding. He goes, no. Who? I go, who? Yes. Yes. Yeah, he was talking you up. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm like, I don't, like, you know, I'm kind of going like, I, I don't really know who's yeah, in the who, band, but yeah, no, no, you guys see, no, 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 you guys see this guy play. I'm like, really? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's I'm cool. Like, okay, okay. You know, <clears throat> every other word out of his mouth was John Peckman. Wow. <laughs> I did not I, know just, that. I, I just remember that. him talking you up enough where I, wow. I made a mental note and said, make sure I stick around before I leave to see this band. Wow. So you guys came on and, um, yeah, I was very impressed with your playing. I oh, just thanks. remember hey, within whatever. like 30 seconds kind of like feeling that groove going, okay, I got it. I got what's going on here. This guy can lay it down nice. So oh, cool. hats off to you. Hey. Um, yeah, I was really something at one point. <laughs> <laughs> you still are. And then nah. you played my wedding too. Oh, I'm something. Uh, yeah, I'm something. You, you played my wedding uh, <laughs> as well. So because I hired I hired eight to the bar. Which, really? Where yeah. was it? I'm sorry that I don't remember. It's not oh, you. Well, you guys it's, played what? Two, three weddings? Yeah, right. Well, no, yeah, and also, I just, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what's going on. As I get older, I people yeah. keep telling me stories oh, about It was the AquaTurf, which I'm sure you never played there either. Oh, I love the AquaTurf. <laughs> so it was at the AquaTurf. It was in 96, and, uh, well, Jeff Brown was at my wedding party. Oh, okay. Um, I probably he, Yeah, he had come out, and he, he started jamming, because there was all these musicians there. We, yeah. We, like, basically jammed. I asked, if is it okay if a bunch of people yeah, of course. I had to take yeah, over yeah, and jam yeah. it up, so... Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's post high school and, and I'm, and I'm doing all that stuff and, and, uh, there's my eight to the bar story. And then, um, uh, I kind of take a hiatus, you know, not a hiatus, but I'm like, all right, let me just kind of put down the electric for a while. And I just stumble on this opportunity to play in a three piece acoustic. Cool. And, uh, um, uh, that eventually be, became uh, stone stew. Stone, oh. Jeff McKinney. Okay. Stone Stew. So oh Stone boy. Stew. It's me and this guy, Jeff Karen and Jeff McKinney were Stone Stew. He just made the list now. Just now. Yeah. So, and he ended up in a lot of projects that I did. Him and I oh, were cool. always really right. tight. So, um, three-piece acoustic. And um, and it was fun. We're doing a lot of happy hours. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. I don't, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm not really missing the whole electric, you know, Amen. rock thing. This is, this is fun. Um, brings me to another contest. Uh-oh. Okay. This is two two major contests hey. in my life. Here's another one. And I don't remember. I, I know that I didn't go looking for this. Oh, I so remember. Is this the pie eating contest? I remember that. That's the one. No, no, yeah. <laughs> <Can you> <laughs> the, no it was the hot dogs. You ate. It was the hot dogs. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's now. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did that yesterday. Um so 
there's a the we're, we're playing all this acoustic music and Stone and even the singer, they're they're much more um, versed in in, in in these names like you know like I knew Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett. Sure. But these guys like knew the collection and they'd been to a concert or two. And I'm like, I, wow. I, yeah. So there was a local Buffett was coming in, uh, oh uh, ninety five, and there was a local contest, and the winner gets to play Cheeseburger in Paradise on stage with Buffett. Hey. So I win this thing. And uh, that was a total popularity contest, by the way. It really had sure. little little to do with my guitar playing. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so uh, kind of a surreal experience. So I get to get, get on stage at the Meadows yep. to a sold-out crowd wow. and play one song. Yeah. And this was my takeaway that I like to share with musicians. I'm ready. Because aside from, yeah, was the roar of the crowd amazing? Yes. All sure. the things that you would expect sure. to be amazing were pretty amazing. Yeah. The one thing that literally crossed my mind while I'm playing this song yeah. is I'm thinking about all of the articles I would read about my heroes, be it the Van Halens or yeah. the whoever, sure. over the years. And, they'd, and oftentimes you'd hear them say, I really miss playing smaller rooms. Because the arenas, you know, you don't have the intimacy. Yeah. And my reaction to that part was like, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, be yeah. my guest. Yeah. Are you trying to be humble to come down yeah, to a level? Yeah. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? And I literally was playing this song and saying, wow, the first row is there. Yeah. And, and it's far away. Yeah. And then you can see faces smiling at you. And then it just becomes yeah. faces and heads. Yeah. And I said, I can understand why doing this would what like you would miss yeah, right. the intimacy of a small yeah, room. Sure. Sure. I mean, why That's that crossed my mind in, in that three minutes? I don't know, but it literally crossed my I thought about it. I thought about it. I was looking out and I'm like, you don't Yeah, you know, really... I'm not gonna connect in any real way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's Jimmy Buffett's problem. If we well, yeah, that's why I turned down every gig. To, right, you did too, right? You turned yeah. them all down. That's why we don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, exactly. can't, we can't have it. Yeah, I need yeah. to feel as connected to people <laughs> as I do. No, no obviously, I mean, the way you described <laughs> of just fa blurry faces—that's how everybody is to me, no matter who they are. Like even you now, even <laughs> it's, no, it's, all right. Imagine that's an eye problem. That's, yeah, because yeah. you're getting, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting, right. might be. you're getting old. Yeah. Um, so that's like uh, mid uh, mid nineties. I'm in my mid twenties. Did you smash your guitar? I would have played cheeseburger. No, because I got to keep the guitar, it. which is really cool. Oh, you want um, another one? Like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so I got to keep that guitar. Was he cool? Or was you say hey, thanks, kid? Overly cool. Like, oh, very, good. Very cool and um, very cool and, and and it was like very specific though. Like the road crews, like there's a big you know duct tape x stand yeah, you step turn outside to, of turn that, to your left no they're like stand there turn to your left shake his hand like everything was very rehearsed mm. and i got to play um he did try to stump me and it didn't work which was, was which was kind of cool the band uh started and then stopped oh. in hopes that i would keep going oh and you know Look, I, so that I wasn't, could I wasn't laugh at you. I wasn't that seasoned of a musician, yeah, yeah. but seasoned yeah. enough to go like, "What's going on here?" Like, I kind of looked at them, like, "What's?" You know, oh, they were what, trying to like what? Ha yeah, yeah. The, the, the Charlie, the Lucy. Yes, pull the football away. Exa and, exactly. Exactly. Have, have thousands of your hometown people laugh in, at you. Yes, and I can remember the look yeah. on his face. He kind of shrugged, like that didn't work. Yeah, he, he went like this to his band. He's like, "Okay," and then oh, they started uh, the song again. I played, I played a solo, and it was a lot of fun. And I had to wear a big foam cheeseburger French fry hat. Sure. Uh, the 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 crew was specifically like, "Do not throw that out into the audience." So I got the impression that they'd been doing this at all their stops, and you know, probably losing these like you know 
big foam. You got head lice. From yeah, I guess so. Guy, yeah, exactly. From the last winter. <laughs> That's what I should have said. Did you spray this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I would have um, lit that thing on fire. But th- that that was fun, and that was just a good good experience to do, just to be able to be on a stage once. Sure. And and, and yeah. to do that. Why not? Um, um, so I'm doing that. Um, so, well, well, actually a little bit before that, but I, I ended up um, being roommates with Jeff Brown the drummer who you know, yeah, yeah. you know really well. Um, and um, so we were roommates at, at that time as well. And that was, you know, just to, to get to know a musician who's that into drumming. And um, I felt like I started in my mind becoming like a, like a, like hobby became the drums became a hobby of mine, even though I can't, oh. I can't play them at all. Yeah. 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 At all. I may yeah. sit down. I'm like, boom, chip on my you know, son plays, but I was into it. Yeah. Um, I know. Um, I still think I know very little about drums, but I'm going to say, Probably from living with him, I know twice as much as most guitar players. Hey, there you, <laughs> you go. Know? I yeah. can actually talk like diecast hoops, yeah, 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 and yeah, high yeah, tension yeah. lugs, <laughs> and heads, and, and it was it was helpful yeah. because I've had all these you know wonderful yeah. musicians and drummers around me, and um, uh, it was you know Jeff and a, and a bunch of others. Um, I was able to call on them when my son started playing and like help yeah. me do this, help me do that. I, yeah. I bought my son his used kit out in. Torrington and Joe Mazza, you know, drummer Joe Mazza. Yeah. yeah Joe Mazza met me yeah. out there and looked at him. So he's like, these are good. I just made the list. Joe Mazza's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm with Jeff Brown and, um, you know, I, I met my wife and, you know, we're, uh, then I get married and, um, I played your wedding. You played my wedding. And then, um, early 2000s, I'm just, just not doing much with full band. I, so I, I was, um, just playing with this guy, playing with that guy, kind of filling in. And, um, I started playing with a duo called the Surf Monkeys. Okay. Al Diaz and the Surf Monkeys. And that was the first time I've played that much. That's the grind. That is like, we're playing Thursday, really? Friday, Saturday, twice on Sunday. So that was your eight to the bar. Right oh, there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he taught me so much. Hey, that's cool. He taught me so much about, um, you know, just, just, uh, you playing acoustic still. I played acoustic and then we had an electric set with backing tracks, which was, which okay. was kind of cool. But yeah. he taught me so much about the business, about, um, keeping the equipment organized. Yeah, I remember sort of like kind of half teasing him in the beginning, like, like, wow, you're pretty OCD about all your cables and you this. And, and he was very like, yeah. no, 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 you, you got to understand something like, yeah. like this isn't because I'm OCD. This is because, you know, you have a problem on a gig. You need to be able to find it right away. Yeah. That's why my rack is detailed and everything's zip tied and blah, blah, because I, I can't spend time looking through spaghetti full of cables right. to find out what's going on. Right. Everything was just boom. And I'm like, oh, and from there, I, I kind of adopted a lot yeah. of that with my guitar gear. I always had the right case and the right this and the spare strings and the blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. Yep. So he he definitely taught me a lot. Um, I think I got a little burnt and I was I was ready to start playing with other other players. So now comes... And I'll make it short. Just just a string of bands, you know. Oh boy! I formed the Boogie Monsters. Stone was in that. I can't tell you how many players I've played with. Yeah, in yeah. and out of the Bo- Boogie Monsters. Then that goes to Girl Gone Bad, and then I play with Radio Giant. Meanwhile, I'm 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 my collection of songs is so vast yeah, within yeah. The, all those party kind of yeah. like rock bands that if there was a fill in, I got yeah. You know, Kick calls me pandemonium. Calls me fusion. Calls because it's like you know eighty percent of our set already. Come on, let's do those yeah, yeah, songs. Yeah. Um. So that's, that's a lot of fun, um, doing all that. Um, and then I've got a more recent, um, Southern comfort <laughs> story. Oh boy. So Southern, no, it's a good story. It's, it's, uh, we had, to, we had to do a show and stone couldn't do it. And we're, we were not big on subs, but I had been watching this guy. I saw him play with the outlaws in, in the mid nineties. His name was Jeff Howell. 
um, recently passed. You're away. kidding. Jeff Howell. Jeffrey Howell. Bass player. Yep. Yeah, passed away. Yep. About a year or two. You know, you know Jeff Howell. It's a long story. I don't know him. I know of him. Go ahead. Okay, this is interesting. I'm, I'm now. Ready. Now you've got my curiosity. So I was kind of watching what what he's what he's doing and stuff, and he's playing with these bands up in, up in New York. He's way up in that. Uh, yep. I wish I could remember where he lived. Fog Hat. He played, he played with, with Fog Hat and yep. Savoy Brown. Yep. Yeah. And the Outlaws. Yep. Okay. And I saw him play with the Outlaws. Okay. And I always liked the way he played. And I'm like, I'm just, you know, he's not doing any of those. He's con- a little bit older than us considerably. Yeah. And I called him and uh, just reached out and said, look, we got this gig with a Southern rock band. You know, would you be willing to fill in? And he got back to us and he said, yeah, yeah, the band looks good. I'll, I'll do it. So, um, the, the gig was months away and right away he's like obsessing about getting the set list. And I thought it was weird. Like he's like, no, I need, I need, and I'm like, okay, well here's roughly. He's like, what yeah, do you yeah. mean roughly? I'm like, uh, like I haven't really solidified it yet. And yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm operating on all those other yeah, cover yeah. bands that I've done. This is the way I do things. Yeah. He's not used to this. He's used to like, no, 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 no. Oh. This is the way, like I need the list. Whoa. And, and I said, okay. So finally I got him the list and I told him where the audio audible might be. We run a little over yeah. last night. Or this song's either good. And he was good with that. And he was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phone conversations, great conversations. Told me lots of stuff about the outlaws. I got all the good, the bad sure. stuff. That, you know, because Huey Thomason of the outlaws, it was one of my favorite guitar players. So he's telling me all the stuff. And we do this gig with him. And he knew the stuff like better than we did. It was wow. just amazing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, you know, people ask me, was he the, you know, the best bass player? And it's like, Technically, no. He's not the best bass player yeah. I've ever played with. He's the most prepared musician I've ever played with. Wow. He was prepared hey. in a way that really hit me. I was like, he barely looked down at his neck. He was all smiles. He was just. It was wow. like it was like this was his band. You know, when we yeah. were the we were the. I'm like I'm in bed. So at, at the end of the night, I kind of said to him, we, we talked till three in the morning up in New York, and I said, I'm, you know, almost embarrassed, and he said, oh, you know, kind of like, look, I, I like this was my entire life. I get it. So I just said, what's your practice? routine yeah and it changed mine <laughs> ever since it he said i start at the top of the list yeah <laughs> right asked for and i go to the bottom because i don't care if i played the fourth song you know outlaws uh whatever it is a thousand times and i know it you know if it because i play oh, the to, list to do it in context i usually do that like monday wednesday friday whatever he said he goes then sometimes i take the days in between and nitpick the parts but i practice the list i, wow. I need to know the show and he goes when i do that i play from here yeah. If I play from here, nah, I don't like that. I got you. And I was like, I get it. So he's he, like internalizing the, he the just, flow of the whole. Of the whole thing. Yeah, and he yeah. played it and he was able to entertain and he was able to be the rock guy. And he was, he wasn't missing a trick. <sighs> wasn't missing a trick. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, I have to say, because I've only been doing it recently, it yeah. is a struggle for me to do to, to prepare for a show, to run the list. I still try to do it. I've never I, done that in my entire life. I, 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 I imagine that I didn't until, yeah, few, yeah. until this You're guy, saying, did, yeah. and, 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 and when I, and I'll tell That's you something, amazing. when I do it, um, I, the show is always better. So that's wow. one of the biggest challenges I have as a, as a, as a player. Yeah. Um, I don't, some people, um, practicing is second nature. It's like working out, you know, um, but knowing what I'm supposed to do, yeah, knowing that it works, yeah, and it's still a struggle sometimes to do it. 
Well, it's like when you're just a little too tired, you don't feel like getting up to take the trash to the end of the drive. It's so easy. Just do it. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, I just run the list, just run the list. And it's like, takes every ounce of energy because I'm so conditioned to all the years where I just, oh, yeah, yeah. I know these. Yeah, I'm just yeah, going to play yeah. the ones that I don't know. well. Yeah. But when you play all of them, mm. you know, um, well, let me ask you this. Do you ever do a gig and the song that you pretty much thought you knew well, you make like a kind of a silly mistake? Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, that's like, oh, yeah, I got to, like, I got to pay more attention to that. You know, it's something really small, you know? Yeah. And you're like, um, I find if I run the show, that that doesn't happen. Yeah, there's often. nothing it's that you just, don't you know. just, you just done it. You, it's, you know, so kind of heavy. Yeah. So that's Jeff Howell. Yeah. Um, story. Yeah. That's heavy. Um, yeah. It was neat. And, it, and I, he was a fun person to, to get on the phone and talk with. And, I never actually met him. I would hear stories about him. I knew people that knew him. Sounded like he was a funny guy. Uh, yeah, comical. He liked to. He liked to be funny. Yeah, like I don't know him. I knew someone that would imitate him, and I would go, "Dude, Jeffrey Howell," and he would do it. Yeah, yeah. So I never actually heard Jeffrey Howell in person. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was uh, what a bass player. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of. I don't think I missed much of the, the history. I know I kind of rambled. Hey, <laughs> what, do you have questions about? No, I mean, we're, well, we're just about right at the, uh, we're at that right where time. we need to be. So what's next? As far as what music? For you, like? yeah. More of the same. I, I, think, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think so. Um, How often I, do you clean that tube? <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't a know question. If I've cleaned it. Yeah. You're supposed to, right? I would imagine um, so. You know what I mean? Yeah, Clean I, think, your I think you just replace it. Talk about well. oh, okay, All right. yeah. What do I Something know? like that. I don't know, but um, um, do I kind of. I'll be honest with that? you. I dread. I dread using the talk box yeah. just because I'm not good at it. It's a skill. Like it's kind of a skill to, to to do it well. Yeah. And sometimes it's too far back, or it's up front, or I'm biting down, or I'm, I'm like, uh, so I struggle. I struggle with that. I struggle with that because I only need it for two songs in, uh-huh. in the set, and I don't do it enough. I feel like I have to sit down and set one up and practice and. Go okay here now. Just make sure it's always. Do you um? What's the word? Uh, do you sanitize it in between performances? You don't care. You're the only one who's pretty much yeah. So yeah. I mean, if I guess if it looks disgusting, maybe I'll clean it or something. I don't think I've ever <laughs> really thought about it. <laughs> you know, where does one get the talk box tube? You go to Home uh, Depot no and idea. it's on a Pro- stool. Probably like I'm kind of kind of new to it, so we'll see what happens. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, and it's and it is play a talk bit, box, Dave. Yeah. It's kind of a nemesis. Like for me, it's a little bit of a nemesis. I don't, yeah. I don't, uh, it's only that one song though, right? Two. We got, it's, it's my life and oh, right. living on a prayer. It's in, right. it's in. But you asked what's next and, and, um, you know, I, I don't know if, if I would continue to play with a band like this. I don't know if I would start all over and build a band like this again. Yeah. Um, just at this age, you know, like, I, like yeah. I'm like, uh, you know, the whole get up in the outfit and the wigs and making sure you're doing everything to, to play some of these you know, sure. nice, nicer casinos and rooms. And, um, you know, maybe I, it's hard to say until you're, until you're there. Like part of me always thinks that I'll go back to just more of the acoustic quiet yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing and, and bring out just a limited <clears throat> amount of, uh, you know, bring out an acoustic guitar and, and strum. Um, uh, although I think I would miss electric. Like, is there a way to just do electric gigs where it's just three or four piece and you're kind of, you still get a little bit of that. I, 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 I don't know. Well, I was going to say um, do a Led Zeppelin tribute, but you can't, that already exists. Yeah. You do the acoustic set in the, yeah. in the middle. 
Well, you know what I mean? Kind of look like I swallowed Jimmy Page. So I think I would yeah, need well, to. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 Jimmy Page was one of my biggest influences. Yeah. Biggest influences. Um, you know, That's cool. Van Halen, a big, I was a big Steve Vai fan. Yeah. Big Almond Brothers fan. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of those guitar players. Santana, I saw the Santana band 12 times. Wow. Huh. Really likes the Santana Heavy. shows. That's cool. Even though, like, he, you know, like, there's other bands or something, I'm, you know, I, I, I like better, but I like their live show. Yeah. Um, I've never seen them. Oh, wow. So just, it, just the who, uh, someone else just said they, Santana was one of the best shows they ever saw. I think it was Evan. Yeah. I think it was Evan. Yeah, it was. Um, right. I don't know anything about Santana. Sorry. Th- their, earl- their early shows, too. I, I was seeing them when I was really young. My sisters re- took me to a show, and so I saw, sure. like, Alfonso Johnson on oh, okay. bass, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex Lingerwood was still singing with them at, at one point. And then they did this, like, reunion thing where they got the whole um, Woodstock crowd back together. Yeah, so Greg yeah. Raleigh was on keys. I saw right. that show. That was just... Michael Shreve. Yes, Michael Shreve was on drums. Um, so I've se- I saw that that whole Oh, that's that heavy. Thing. Yeah. Um, say this one about shows, but this is a quirky thing. My musical friends <laughs> make fun of me. Oh, boy. I don't care for shows um, as much, even some of my favorite bands, because if I saw them when I was younger and they were younger in their prime, I'm, I want to leave it at that. Yeah, I know, you know what you mean. Had an opportunity to see Van Halen late, you know, later in, in life. And, yeah. I, and I pat, I'm like, no. Like, I like, I, I, yeah. I don't like to see that that much. I don't like to see the guys struggling and yeah. like, yeah. saw David Lee Roth, loved it mm-hmm. back in the day, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, um, I don't, uh, I don't go crazy for, for shows. That's all right. But sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised. Someone will drag me to a show. Like, come on. And, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this was better than I thought. Yeah. You know? So. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yes. You're getting close. You know what's coming. Do I, I do because I've seen your I've seen your podcast. Uh, Desert Island album. I I think I've mentioned almost all of them. But yeah, yeah. Just to run through them again. Uh, Van Halen two. Yeah, hey, there you go. Hey. No, I I so- did, I song did remains. This yeah, song remains the same. Yep. Uh, Stevie Nicks Belladonna. Oh, nice. Yeah. Frampton comes alive. Yep. Definitely the Jesus Jesus Christ superstar. Yep. Um, Santana Moonflower, and. You know, uh, the outlaws like you know greatest hits or yeah. some, something like that. Um, I want to ask you this question: When you say Uh-oh. album, do you ever? Well, just albums, yeah. because uh, you know, with something like the song remains the same or an outlaw's greatest hits, like don't you kind of make a differentiation between an album that's like an album? Like I like the, the Stevie Nicks Belladonna. Yeah, it's a great album. Like I don't think I, I ever heard it do, top do you, to bottom. Yeah, but. Well, that, I guess that's what I'm getting at is an album that you can listen to top to bottom versus a collection of the hits. You know, I, yeah. Yeah, of course, I want to hear the Outlaws' greatest hits, but yeah. I don't think the Outlaws ever did a collection of an album that holds my attention. Oh, really? Like, that's why I pick like Van Halen 2. There uh-huh. might be Van Halen songs I like better, mm-hmm. but Van Halen 2 holds my attention from song one to I, the end. I agree. So that that's kind of where I... I, I recently listened to all of them. If you ever, uh, you know, you can do this. I've done this. It takes about close to three hours and change, I think. I do this once in a while. Load up all six. There is no Van Halen after David Lee Roth. I don't care about Sammy Hagar. Wow, you and I are on the same page. Load up all six we albums. We have to start a club yep. because I get you get the haters, right? They're yep. like, what do you... And I'm like, I, I love know. the Sammy stuff because I like the I songwriting, but I, I, I like care. that attitude. I don't I care. Don't. 
But do this. All right. I loaded up all six Van Halen albums, and I walked in one direction. D- David the Roth. Yeah. I like how you didn't even acknowledge no. that the other... No. <laughs> walk in one direction. Walk walk until Women and Children First ends. Uh-huh. And then turn around and walk back home. Listen to all six of them in one shot and watch what happens. Mm. And it was... This could be a good exercise routine. Like, how did you, did you clock the miles? I think it's like six miles. Oh, that's what I was going to ask if you clock the miles. And I got... <laughs> I was like, I wonder if this is going to work. And I swear... I swear to God, when I put my hand on the doorknob to get back in the house... Uh, what House of Pain. Is that... No. What's the last track on 1984? It was like... Perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't remember. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Listen to all six of them in one shot. Well, you'd have to be... You'd have to know how fast you're walking. Yeah, that is true. No, that's true. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I and I did that the other day. I didn't walk the whole time. But I, over the course of the day, I listened to all six albums in a row in one day, and it's really cool. In, it's like, in the oh, order that they're into, no, like no. one, two. Yep. You, yeah, yep. yeah. My so. favorite is Women and Children first, mm-hmm. and then two. And then, then it's a... Then it's, then it's a it's a toss up. But see, if I had to go with an album, yeah, it would be. Um, oh yeah, sure. I love yeah. two. I like two. Um, two is good. Help me out. The one with Mean Streets. I can't think of the name. I, uh, or fair warning. Fair warning. Yeah. It would be fair warning. Yeah, a lot I think of as, as like a as warning. a collection of songs. Fair warning is a great album. Yeah, Van Halen two and Fair Warning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so good. I didn't remember the name. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, as an album, I like Women and Children first too, but I yeah. think. Uh, I think I start to daydream of you know with a couple of tracks. Yeah, um, yeah. Two's good. Yeah, two's just light up the sky. Yeah, and that that version of "You're No Good." Yeah, it's just so killer. It is. It really. I just is. read Ted Templeman's book. It was great. It was really good. Mm. I can't. There was a lot of stuff. It was really good about Van Halen. Yeah. 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 Uh, Desert Island food. Uh oh, well, we're running over. We're not going to oh. run out, are we? We're good. Okay. Food. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. Well, I was ten years culinary, so oh boy, I'm uh, you know coming from the Italian family, so yeah. food would be um, pasta, but home like homemade, like you know roll, sure. roll the sheets, that sure. kind of thing. Big sushi fan. Hey, why not? Any kind of seafood, and uh, I like a really good pizza. Yeah, really good pizzas. Who makes Who makes your favorite pizza around here? I, I, it's like a, it's, new, it's like asking, me, it's like asking no? me what kind of musical taste like because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the mood for thin wood fired crust yeah. that's a little burnt yeah. and then sometimes no 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 I want yeah. it really thick yeah. this and that real yeah. heavy so I it, it depends yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. day as long as it's good and yep. long as they took the time to make you know the, the ingredients are all good I'm a happy guy so. yeah yeah show that blew your mind show yeah Live concert show. that yeah yeah that you were like this for. You know. I, do I have to pick one? No. no so know. for different reasons, because so, yeah. so um, first time I saw Santana. Yeah. David Lee Roth show mm. just for the show. Yeah. Like Steve, I even David Lee Roth, like with the boxing ring and the surfboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is just, just pure. And yeah. this guy yeah. will go to, he'll risk his life yeah. to entertain you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I kind of like some of those up close and personal. Like the first time I saw the, outlaws in the 80s at riverside park at the speedway yeah. because i was right there and yeah, their energy yeah. level was still up here yeah they just didn't have the popularity to sell you know a stadium arena but they were sure. there and it, and they were just high energy and i was like cool. okay Killer. so i liked that um and there's probably a few more but those stick out yeah the santana the first santana show uh first first concert was the kinks and they were they were great too hey, they were great too. hey. Killer. But, you know right. i was just a little too young yeah, yeah, not really proficient enough on the guitar to really dig into it like I was a Santana show. Or yeah, no, I hear you. I so. hear you. 
All right, I think we we better go because yeah, I don't want to run out. No, That's let's my not fear. do that. Yeah. Um, it's been great. Yeah. No, no, Shuko. 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 Sorry. That's quite all right. <laughs> Almost had it. Sorry. Sorry. It's all good. Um. All right, I'm gonna press the button. Press the button. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, where are you playing next? Anywhere that you want to plug uh, right now? With with raise your hands. The Bon Jovi at uh, December 30th at the Wolf Den. Okay. And uh, Mohegan Sun. Okay, check yeah. it out, kids. Check it out. Uh, in between uh, Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. 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 Right. All right. Say it again. Say for Sho- Shoko. Shuko. Shuko. Like Why shoe do company. I keep getting I don't know. Just, it's shoe okay. company? It's okay. Nano Shuko. I'm sorry. I keep. It's not an easy name. No. It's fine. Hey. 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 Sorry. John Packman Podcast, Connecticut Valley, School of Music and Dance, beautiful downtown Portland, Connecticut. Come over the bridge, go through one satellite, start looking left. Like and subscribe, tell your friends. I want more subscribers. I want to see what happens. Um, all right, kids. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Well, actually, I'll see you again before New Year, but uh, have a nice holiday, everyone. Be safe, be careful. Don't eat too many cookies, all right? All right, we're out. That is all.